0: What's up, guys? My name is Zachary Kenobi, aka Zachary Zamiska, and I'd like to welcome you and joining me for the inaugural podcast uh, of The Forces With Us. I hope you're as excited as I am because I've been waiting to do this for a very long time and can't wait to bring you weekly shows and possibly others. I have a lot of things in the works, a lot of ideas, and that's where I need you guys to come in as listeners because I need your help. I mean, I would like if you have any com- comments, concerns, things that would make the show better, topics, anything, please feel free to uh, follow us on Twitter and throw me a mention. Uh, our Twitter handle is at the forces with four on Twitter. Um, we're working on getting other things such as a Facebook and email. But right now, uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, I'm just as new at this as it seems, <laughs> but I digress. I got up. A- Pretty good show lined up for you today, I think. I'm going to start off with some, basically some solo news, because as of this recording, the premiere was yesterday, so that's pretty cool, and I'm going to give some of my thoughts on The the Last Jedi, you know, just a a real basic show, but I think it'll be a good fun time, and then of course we're going to have the the social media, the Twitter poll, the fan topics and questions, and then it should be wrapping up the inaugural episode. I'm going to be saying that a lot today, so you better get ready for it. And with that, let's just get right into it. Starting with the the conversation I want to have about the solo uh, Star Wars story, I should say. Um, Yesterday, as of this recording, uh, the premiere was uh, happening down in L.A. There's a live stream. I caught a little bit of it. The red carpet. Um, And Disney kind of went against their norm, which is usually how they have the director go up on stage before the movie with all the, the cast members and talk about like how filming was and, and et cetera, et cetera. But um, actually this, for this premiere, um, they actually had Lando, uh, which I say Lando with everybody, but you can't see it obviously, um, go up there and introduce the movie and, and basically start it. Um, I was reading several articles, most notably this one from Vanity Fair, I'll make sure I'll post it uh, on our Twitter at the, at the Forces with four, uh, if you want to check that out. After, of course, I publish this podcast because I can't do it beforehand, obviously. Um, and a couple of the notes and notable things I was reading up about it is the the main character Alden Ehrenreich, who um, some people heard through the grapevine that he was having a hard time filming this, and actually some people were worried that. He, He wasn't going to fulfill the expectations, which are heavy expectations, especially my Star Wars fans who love their stories and love their lore and history and everything with this uh, great galaxy, I could say. Um, They were worried that he wasn't going to be able to fill the shoes. And actually, one of the sentiments that came out of the premiere yesterday um, was that he actually killed it, uh, hypothetically, (laughs) and probably literally in the movie. But I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm just going off of my past experiences with Han Solo, but I digress. Um, he, they actually said that he did a great job, and he's legit. And they actually, although the movie started out not tense, but the movie started out just interesting, I guess you could say. And then by the end of the by, by the end of it, uh, the crowd seemed to be won over. And I think if I had to guess, I feel like there's going to be more fan service than not in this movie. More fan service than Rogue One, obviously, because you already know all the characters. There's already so many beloved characters like Lando and Han, obviously, and then of course Mark Hamill let slip that C three PO is going to be in there, and of course C three PO you can't have C three PO without R two D two, so there's that. So they're probably in there again, keeping their record intact of being in almost no and being in all of the cinematic Star Wars movies, which is good. And I'm I'm pretty sure they're actually in the shows too. I don't, as of right now, I can't recall if they're in rebels, but I know for sure that they were in the Clone Wars, obviously. Um, a couple other things that I thought was uh, interesting. I didn't actually know this, but there's a man by the name of U <laughs> um I think I'm, I'm pronouncing that right, is now going to is now taking over the reins completely as chewy, which I think he did in the last Jedi too. I'd have to double check, but I know for sure that he, during The Force Awakens, it was him and Mayhew, like 50-50, not 50-50, but they split, not split, <laughs> they both played him in that movie. So yeah, so I, I actually didn't know that. I know that Peter Mayhew uh, is not aging well, I'd say, unfortunately, but yeah, it, that's something that uh, it took me back and I was reading it, uh, it took me up back and I was reading that and then too but yeah, I can't wait for this uh, this movie to come out. Although, I have to admit that when I originally saw that they were making this movie, I was a bit hesitant. And like I said, I'm still a bit hesitant. I don't know if they casted the right guy, Han Solo. I'm sure he did a great job. It just doesn't, doesn't seem like Han Solo to me. His, his, his looks don't look like a young Han Solo to me. But of course, you can't have a young Harrison Ford. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna keep an open mind. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for it to come out. I already got my tickets, of course. But yeah, when I uh, if you go see it, uh, if you have thoughts about it, if you have comments or anything, just let me know by heading over to our Twitter at the forces with four. I know it's I, I thought it was clever. Rolls off the tongue. All right. The second topic of the day, and possibly one that I'm <laughs> probably going to ramble more than, than all of them, uh, is my thoughts on The Last Jedi. Now I have to say this because, I, I have to do this, I know they came out, I think, oh six months ago, but the number one question that I'm asked when I'm, when, I'm, when people find out that I am a Star Wars fan, not just a fan, a super fanboy, I could say, um, is how I... Lot, how I my impressions of the Last Jedi, because you know, of course, it's been one of the most divisive in my lifetime, one of the most divisive Star Wars movies that has come out. And actually, I don't think that I'm the only one that shares that sentiment. That being said, a lot of people have asked me, and I felt like I guess I could feel feel obligated to let you know about my my thoughts about the movie. Now, anytime someone asks me, "Hey, what do you think about the Last Jedi?" No matter if they say, "Yeah, I didn't like it," or yeah, it was great. Which I actually have not heard that much. What I'm saying is, is my my question that that I would ask them as soon as they ask me my uh, my thoughts is, what were your expectations of the movie? Like, what are your expectations of any movie? Now, Star Wars and, Star Wars is in a specific situation here, especially with hardcore fans, because most of their movies they're, they're looked under a microscope. They they every single detail, every single. Nook and cranny, bits of info, bits of this, bits of that, is, is looked under a microscope. And basically this is what I tell people after I ask that question. I basically ask them, what are your expectations? Did you go in there expecting to be validated? Like told what you want to hear, what you think that the story is going to be, or did you want to go in there and have a story told to you, have the experience, the highs and lows that the characters do? And the unexpected, like, oh my gosh, moments that would happen. Or did you want to say, oh yeah, I was right. I knew that. Yeah, I, I, that's easy. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah, I knew that like six months ago. And usually, that, usually they they don't know. They usually, they don't want to say that they have expectations like that. But it, the point is, is it's true. And the main reason that I found is that fan theories, and especially like social media, and YouTube and all that nowadays I can't tell you how many times I've, I've seen videos like who is Snoke's who, who is Snoke who, who used to who did he used to be and who was Ray's mom and dad who, who's that who's the, this a bunch of videos like we have seven theories like hell there was a video about like Ray being related to Yoda like no one's gonna even touch Yoda's backstory why would they make why would they make him even in any way related because basically he he's the the cream of the crop when it comes to star wars he's basically the only untouchable when it comes to a backstory or something like that and uh, barring george lucas himself because of course he's the man who who planted the seed that made the star wars universe anyway when i went into the movie is is what i thought what i thought is a lot of people a lot of people had motives for hating it they they were upset for a reason uh, mainly because of the reasons that i stated before and the thing is, is it's it's Disney's universe now. Like I said, they threw away the old canon. It's now Legends, of course, and it's Disney's universe now. So you have to, I guess, not lower your expectations, but change the way you think about the movie. And it, it and it was. And, and my 100 percent, my 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 first impression, my first theory is, it is a great, great cinematic movie. The effects are in it. The effects that are in it are amazing. The acting's great. You can't discount the acting, trust me. The the, the score, of course, he's a, le- he's a living legend, John Williams, of course. Um, the movie, cinematically, was a great, great movie. Now, like I said, it's a Star Wars movie, so they don't look at it as just a regular movie. They look at it as a Star Wars movie, so they have to pay attention to the story and how it fits into the bigger area of the story. Now, what I'm trying to say is, is that when J.J. Abrams, who, by the way, the man is a god in making sci-fi movies, if you look at his like what he's done, but that, that's besides the point. When J.J. Abrams had wrote The Force Awakens, you could tell that he had a vision and he had a story written and planned out in his mind, and he had a direct, certain direction that he wanted to go. Not faulting Ryan Johnson for how he made the Last Jedi. I'm just saying that when you have two minds like that, first of all, J.J. Abrams, who had a direction, although he didn't like the other movies, he, he, didn't, he didn't pre-like make them like George Lucas did, where he had a story. He, he had a vision, J.J. Abrams. But then when Ryan Johnson took over the reins, he made a good movie, yes, but he, I feel, did not have the same vision that J.J. Abrams had when directing his movie. Because there's several things that I think that he just blew up that J.J. Uh, Abrams wanted to include and, and actually feature in his films. Like, for example, like I'm not 100%. I'm, no, I don't know what they're thinking or what they had planned, but I feel like there's several things that would have had a more prominent role and would not have happened if J.J. Abrams was directing, but happened when Ryan Johnson uh, was directing. Not saying that they're bad. But I'm just saying that that's another reason I think people have (laughs) unfavorable views on certain things. For example, um, the Knights of Ren. They were like, a lot of people were like, where are the Knights of Ren? Where are the Knights of Ren? The Knights of Ren had literally maybe three seconds of screen time. Maybe three seconds of screen time. And then they were mentioned again. Yes, it would be cool if they had a more uh, expensive part. But the main thing people should have taken away from it is Kylo Ren was the leader, he was the Knights of Ren's leader, and he is the guy who is, let's say, the biggest baddie, we'll say, if you, depending on who you like, the light side, the dark side, you know, Sith, the uh, First Order, or whatever, it just depends on who you like, because I'm a Sith guy, but that's, that's besides the point. Um, but stuff like that, people were upset, and, and that's another reason I think it goes into bad box that makes people think that the last jedi wasn't a good star wars movie and i have to disagree because it doesn't just like snoke um spoiler alert someone dies that people doesn't didn't didn't want to die and just that's all i gotta say because uh if you haven't watched the movie now and listening to this podcast then I, I, I don't i don't know what to say but um but yeah snoke dies and Oh, I know it's, it's hard for me to say that just just it's hard for me to say that because I like don't want to spoil it for anyone when if they haven't watched the movie by now then they should know already anyways but um when Snoke died everyone was like oh why would you kill Emma he was such a cool character he had so much potential like I said he had almost like two scenes that equated to 15 seconds both and I could definitely draw this from both directors both J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson wanted Kylo Ren to be the center Kylo Ren to be the center of attention. Not not Snoke. Snoke's probably the guy who trained him. And if if Ray wasn't there, if, if I mean look at look at look at the universe there and now, Ray kicked his ass and in and, and, and Snoke. Snoke was was more trained than her, I guess. It was what I'm saying. But that's the different. that's the power struggle with the force. Um it's just all these reasons I think people give the movie a bad rap. And I like the movie. I, I did, and there were some some scenes that originally, when I saw them, I was upset. But after giving a thought, it's it it, it makes sense if you if you really dive deep and look explore the different avenues, both an extended universe and legends and canon. It, it makes sense. For example, like a couple of the one of the episode or one of the scenes that I was a little upset with was Leia when the command bridge was blown up, and she basically force pulled herself or somehow pulled her body back from space into the ship. And and I was originally upset about that because I was like, wouldn't that be a good time to give her a nice peaceful way to leave the movie? But then, of course, I remembered that she was actually going to be a more integral piece. Unfortunately, R.I.P., she's a legend. Um, But, and then I was like, how can she pull herself? And then I was realizing, like, she probably she, a lot of things could have happened. She could have pulled the ship closer, but in a way, since the ship was massive, she pulled herself closer and stuff. But yeah, yeah, you get you understand. But now I understand like why they didn't I don't want to say kill, because that's a little harsh. But yeah, and another reason, another thing about like everyone saying, Oh, how this how's this gonna end? It's gonna be the same thing, dark side versus light side. You can't discount the gray Jedi theory with Rey. Because Rey can very easily be a grey Jedi. In fact, I already think that she has, uh, judging from what I saw, she has already pulled some power from the dark side of the force and has made it back, judging on the scenes. Um, unfortunately, i spent way too much time on this topic, so I'm gonna have to wrap this up. If you have any more like comments or questions, like I said, feel free to always go over to our Twitter at the Forces with Four, leave a comment, leave a, a, a message, anything. And right, give us a follow if you want. If you want, if you're interested in just joining the conversation and and receiving weekly polls and everything that I'm going to decide to put up, uh, please go over and follow, join the conversation, because I want to hear from you. I want to engage with you guys, because I love. There's one thing I love more. Than, there's one thing that I love more than watching Star Wars and reading about Star Wars. It's talking about Star Wars, hearing the different points, different different point of views debating getting frustrated when someone doesn't agree with me and then <laughs> trying to convince them that i'm right even though sometimes i'm not right it's just it, it, it's awesome so please if you could go check that out that'd be great the next segment probably going to be one of my favorites is the social media spotlight where i go on twitter and see the different uh comments and or questions that a twitter user or follower has uh to me and i respond to them with uh comments and thoughts and one that was posted to me actually this week was posted to me from ryan Bullock. thanks a lot ryan i appreciate it yeah we've already had some uh, some good conversations about some star wars things he posted to me he said um what planet would i live on if i could in the star wars universe and now i have thought about this being the overthinking person that I am in a couple of ways, I thought, should I do extended universe? Should I do just the movie universe? Should I do both? And like, am I going to have like shelter guaranteed and food guaranteed? Am I going for what? Like, what I would do? To, yeah, overthinking it. Trust me. But if I had to pick a planet that I would probably live on, it would either be. Fallucha, I would have to say, but I would have to like I said, I would have to you'd have to tell me if I would have to, like a place to live, like with people and like shelter and food or like I know how to make food and hunt and stuff like that. Of course you don't want to deal with the jungle rank or rank or however you pronounce it, route route anyways. That would be that would be a deal breaker <laughs> if you didn't have that stuff. I'd probably live on Naboo anywhere actually, because think about it that's like a beautiful a planet no matter what like whether you live in the capital city or you live in not in gungan city obviously because it's underwater i mean it used to be a long time ago but like even though it's it's probably from one of the worst star wars movies ever it's probably one of the most beautiful planets and of course that's where i would pick to live because i mean you can do whatever you want now obviously it's not a very exciting planet like you won't have like a and like a giant monster chasing after you every once in a while but it'll be a nice peaceful and a beautiful place to live of course <laughs> i'd like to thanks thank you again ryan and anyone else out there want to pose a question or a topic for me to talk about um feel free to do that go over to, my, to twitter again um at the forces with four and join the conversation and finally last but not least Uh, The Twitter poll. Um, Obviously, when I posted it, I didn't plan on making the show today. Because I have a few more days. So it's going to be, technically, the poll's not done, Twitter poll. (laughs) Uh, But the question I posed for this week's poll, for the inaugural show, is if you had to choose between watching the three of the following movies or other, what would you pick? Now, the three movies I put down there were one, Revenge of the Sith my favorite prequel movie, Empire Strikes Back. Actually not my favorite original trilogy movie. I know it's heresy of the highest in most circles, but it's not my favorite original trilogy movie. And to prevent people from getting pissed off at me, I'm not going to say my favorite original trilogy movie. Uh, and then I also put The Force Awakens in Other with the comment, we're putting, commenting below Other. And as of right now, we have Empire Strikes Back, obviously, I figured that was going to be first, but I wanted to see how everyone thought. Empire Strikes Back with at least 50%, not at least 50% of the votes, a hard 15%. Coming in at second, we have Revenge of the Sith with 27%, 27%, Force Awakens with 18% and Other with 5%. Now, my favorite movie, um, based on certain factors, was The Revenge of the Sith. Now, I could sit here and give a bunch of reasons why and probably ramble on make this episode longer than it has to be, but the, the reason why is because I just like to see the story. that That's the one question that so, much, so many people had for so long about Star Wars. is like, how did Darth Vader become Darth Vader? Because the second one didn't give you any inclination except for the, the Sand People, obviously. And then, obviously, he's Darth Vader in A New Hope. So that's the one reason I like that movie. And that's... The one reason why I'd pick it. Although Empire Strikes Back came in with a commanding lead as of today. But we'll see. We still have a couple days on the poll. And then I will actually put up the next poll for the next show. All right. All right, all right, all right. And there we have it. That is the end of the inaugural, very first, The Forces With Us podcast. I'd like to thank you so much if you listened all the way through here. uh, Dealing with my my rantings and squabblings of the star Wars universe. And I, I very, I appreciate it very much. Um, and thank you very much for listening. And if you want to hear more and see more cool content, like I said, go over to my Twitter, the forces with four, and it basically join the conversation. If you have, trust me, I'll try and answer and respond back as quick as possible. And if not, then I apologize ahead of time. Go ahead and give you some good topics. I'd like to thank you again for listening today. Um, As always, I'd love constructive criticism on how to make the show better. And better for you, better for me, better for everyone. And I appreciate you once again for listening. Thank you very much.